Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, why am I in hell? Because you are a PLT. Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as PLT. Oh, that was annoying. Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as this PLT. Okay. That's also, that's it. There's only so many ways I can say it. Okay. The podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things. Like all those times that you like go over to your comedy partner's house and you ask for a cup of coffee and time and time again, you barely finish your cup, but you keep asking for them and dumping them and making them and dumping them. Hi, I'm Amy Goodmurphy. (laughs) And with me as always is the biggest PLT in the world. Yeah. Ryan Steele. Thank you. Um, am I your comedy partner? Is that who you're talking about? Yes, I was talking about you and how I always want a cup of Joe. I'm all, he's always like, want a cup of Joe? I've got, got your, he's like, how close are you making your cup of Joe? I always want a cup of Joe, mm-hmm. but I never finish my Joe. Yeah. And often I'm like, hey, I'm going to heat up my Joe, but neither of us have microwaves. Yeah. So we got to do it the old style. Yeah. We put it in a boiling pot of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I do it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to, and he's like, no, I'll get you a fresh cup. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I let you, sometimes I don't. Yeah. But when I do, I always feel bad because you end up dumping it out, don't you? Yeah, it's like, you know, it's, I don't care. Um, okay, so, you know, this is a show that I thought I wasn't into anymore and I wasn't going to watch. Yeah. You're not watching it, but I'm watching it. What? Bachelorette. Okay. Let me try that again. The Bachelorettes. Oh, right. Because there's, there's two, two of them. Yeah. There's Rachel. Yeah. And there's Gabby. <laughs> and they both have pretty like, hi, hi, guys. Yeah. But Gabby's voice. 
for some reason, she's kind of charming, so you look past it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she talks like this. I just want you guys to come <laughs> out and be the most vulnerable that you can be. Which, you know what? If you ever wanted to play a drinking game when you watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, every time they say vulnerable, yeah. you take a shot. They Well, that's what they want you to be. That's all they want you to be. Was no one vulnerable these days? I know. I'm like, find a new word. Well, I'll have to check out this The Bachelorette. I mean, you'll keep me updated. Yeah. But I don't know about the do the double what's going on well here's the thing about that too it's kind of unfair to the girls because when you're the bachelorette or the bachelor you got your pickings you got you know you start with 30 and you, and you whittle it down to one like it's hard because you have to break a lot of hearts you know and it's never an easy you journey. gotta break a lot of hearts it's never an easy journey as no. we've seen and <laughs> somehow every season is more dramatic than the next yeah That's like well impossible. it always is you know it is it always is yeah so this season there's two of them and there's certain guys who don't like like certain girl, like I, one I of the saw t- a clip. Yeah. Like, and so he, she's like, will you accept this rose? And he's like, sorry, I'm into Gabby. And then Rachel's just like, uh-huh. and then Gabby's like, yeah, come over, come here. over here. I'll give you a rose. <laughs> or maybe she's like, I'm not offering a rose. And, and then, then he's fucked. Yeah. Then he has to go home. Remember, I also saw a clip. Um, You sh- actually showed me a clip. Look, okay. You showed me a clip. <laughs> you showed me a clip. I'm trying to get her in. You showed me a clip of when they had to say goodbye together mm-hmm. to two 20 year olds or something. Yeah. There was twins and there was just another guy <laughs> the same age. What if they did it together? Yeah. They're like, um, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're just not feeling a connection yeah, with so, any of you. So, so no rose ceremony tonight. You guys yeah, are just leaving. Yeah, I have to go home. Which really sorry about that. But thanks for coming. Oh my god. Oh my god. I wonder god. what's gonna happen. But you know what's the greatest thing when this ends? Guess what starts? What? Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my god. Which is kind of hands down the best of the whole batch nation because there's just so much that happens and there's it's not all like the you know the whittling down of like you know the men or the women. It's just like a bunch of hot people, men and women. It's kind of like Love Island, but Bachelor version. Right. And guess who's here for it? You. Mr. Ryan Jason Steele. Well, I'll get the updates and then I'll want to make videos about them. Yes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) can I tell you something? Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but um, have you seen my bare feet lately? I don't think I've ever seen your bare feet. What are you talking about? I always never have socks on. But I don't look. I always never have socks on. Okay, well, I don't look down. Okay, thank God, because guess what I did? What? So my heels, I've always had all right feet, like, you know, uh, crack-wise, I should say. Okay. Anyways, my feet, they started getting cracks in them, and the heels started getting, like, rough. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, no matter what I do, I would be like, I have, like, a paddle scraper, whatever. Anyways, disgusting. But... Um, I had heard about this foot peel chemical, okay. chemical foot peel rather that you could get on Amazon. Yeah. So I did it. Yeah. And you put on these boots when I had COVID, I was so bored. I was like, I'm going to finally do this foot peel. Yeah. So I put foot my foot peel, a foot peel, I guess like, it's like a chemical foot peel. So you put these boots on these like little, like thin, whatever boots. And then you pour the chemicals into mm-hmm. the boots. How about just trusting like, okay, I don't know what any of this means, but I'm going to pour this shit on my feet. Mm-hmm. And then you do up the boots and you sit there for X amount of hours. And then it's like, yeah. And then after like two to four days, your skin will just start to fall off, like mm-hmm. do its thing. And if you want better results, soak your feet. Yeah. So I was like, all right, one day goes by, two days go by, three days. I'm like, nothing's even happening. Like, fuck, I should do. I almost did the second two pairs of boots come in. Mm-hmm. I almost did the second time. Okay. Thank God I didn't because all of a sudden my feet essentially were just like ripping off. Like, but in a good way. And yeah. then I soaked them and then they were just it just all the dead skin just fell off. I just peeled it all off. I mean, it's not fun because mm-hmm. it like literally you will spend like 
a good amounts of time, like taking off dead skin. Like yeah. it's pretty gross. It, I did it at the right time. Jenny was away. Mm-hmm. I had COVID. Mm-hmm. I was just doing my feet. Sick, yeah. sick little girl doing her feet. Yeah. No one should have ever come over. Did you shed anywhere? Did you find like some skin on the floor a few days later? Like, I did oh, a lot of vacuuming. Yeah. I did a lot of vacuuming just in case, but I have to tell you, I feel pretty good about it. Okay. If anyone wants the link to the Amazon thing, <laughs> I, for, I forget what is, I forget the brand, but mm-hmm. I have it at home mm-hmm. and I highly recommend, but what a thing it did exactly what it said it was going to do. Wow. But I have to tell you something. Okay. Jenny and I went to get our coffee yeah. at seven thirty AM. I'm a new woman. Yeah. And I was like, it's a warm day. I put my slides on. They ripped open my feet because yeah. my feet are so thin now. Like oh. the skin is so thin yeah. that it easily ripped open. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I got to figure that out. You are a survivor. I'm a survivor you know of COVID yeah. and my foot peel. Yeah. But I don't, well, I don't know if I've survived it yet. New things are happening. You're a tough chick, you know that? I'm one tough chick. <laughs> That's what I'll tell you. Well, I want to say to you, happy August. Oh, happy August. We're ripping through Is this, it August this podcast. already? Yeah, it's August already. We started back in January and here we are now yeah. over halfway through the fucking year and we're still going strong. And we just, in Vancouver, had Vancouver Pride. Yeah, how was it? You were away in... New York. And New York City. You might have heard of it. But my pride was pretty good. It was a little bit crazy. I never like really let my hair down at Pride like yeah. I did this year, but I thought, you know what? I'm 44. Let's fucking go for it. Yeah. So it started off at the pump jack on the Sunday. I went there kind of early and I had a gangbang in the back, which was really, if you know me, that's it's actually the first gangbang I've ever been in. But yeah. it was very nice. It was very like everyone was even to each other. And you know, there was like it was dirty and like rough, but I kind of liked it. It was just like, and then he was like, Bruh, and then he's like, Oh, that's what you like. You have yeah. told us before yeah, so that you like it rough around. and then you want to be caught. You want to be cuddled. There's a lot like of fuck, a lot of fucking. And then, and then I need to interrupt you one second before you finish your pride. Yeah. If you haven't had a gangbang yet, look at this guy. Do you yeah. know how old he is? He finally had his first gangbang. It's never too late to get gangbanged consensually. <laughs> exactly. Go on. No, it was a good time at the, at the uh, and there was this guy, Big Mike, and he was like, yeah. you fucking killed that steel. And I was like, thanks, Big Mike. You and killed I, the gangbang. Yeah. Oh, and you then, did a good then job. I put my backpack on and I left. <laughs> and then I met Chemo because we were doing a drag brunch show at Moxie's at noon. Yeah. So me and Chemo, well, he's Lexus and drag and I was uh, Shandy. So yeah. we did our drag show at Moxie's <laughs> and that was actually a lot of fun. There was only two people there, which was crazy because it was Sunday Pride and Moxie's was fully open. Yeah. But you know what? Like, it not, doesn't matter. Not everything they can go perfectly on yeah. um on that day and then after that if the parade had just ended so i met up with my friend um d and she's on uh, one of the she's one of the leader leaders for dykes on bikes yeah so oh. they they all went back to um uh, d's house mm-hmm. out in east van mm-hmm. and we, we just hung out there it was just me and the dykes yeah and they let me ride one of their bikes and i crushed it into the oh. neighbors yeah into the fence so that was kind of <laughs> fucked so that you, you know Pee Wee's big adventure when he takes the motorcycle and yes. like, yeah it was kind of like that and yeah. they were like then they were like get him so then i had to call big mike from the gangbang and he picked me up and oh he, yeah. seriously did you he, still have your backpack at this point <laughs> oh the whole time <laughs> okay that's why i'm carrying my alcohol and my g yeah my coke anyway and then my day was almost over but i was like you know i took a little nap at home because by then i needed again i'm 44 yeah. Yeah. so i take a little nap and then i get up at um i got up around i want to say one in the morning and then me and naya went to gorgamish wow yeah we went to gorgamish and i was probably there till 9 a.m they were open quite late because it was that's an, app, that's an after hours yeah place. gorgamish story it's yeah. an after hours if you're not from vancouver my witch neighbor mariah is a bartender there yeah she's not giving me a deal but i didn't really no. expect one yeah. she never really does when i do go <laughs> which is every few years 
years. What were you on at that point? Your Coke, your G or your K? All three. Okay. So oh, here's the thing. Yeah. It's pride. Yeah. So I started with the G yeah. and then I did a little bit of K yeah. and then I started doing the Coke yes. and then they have Gatorade bottles that are full of vodka. Yeah. So I was doing that. And then that's illegal. What? That's illegal. I know. If you're a policeman, oh. take court. If you're down. a policeman. Yeah. Don't take them down. And then, and then at the end, some guy was like, take this. It's red stuff. And I don't even know what that was. What was it? I don't know. I just snorted it and it felt great. And then I woke up this morning and here I am ready for PLT. Oh, so happy wow. pride. Happy pride. Wow. Yeah. You really, um, mm-hmm. I did. I missed Vancouver pride. Yeah. Probably for the better. If you would have seen me and all that, I would have been like, hey. yeah, I, would have been I, would, I wouldn't want to have seen that. No. I'm really curious about that dyke spike. Yeah. <laughs> because how hey. did, was it after the parade? Yeah, it was after parade. Oh, so because they, they all, always lead. They, they, they lead the parade. And when they're done, they go back to D's place. You're right, D. And so I met, I met them back at D's place. <laughs> and we were just hanging out and D was yeah. playing her guitar. Yeah. And it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then, you know, I was just chilling. I wasn't on any drugs yet. I was just yeah. like still drinking. Mm-hmm. And then drinking. Yeah, I'm like, D's like, hey, Seal, hey. I want to see what you look like on the on my bike. That is what she talks like. So then I got on D's bike. Yeah. And then I was like, I was trying to be funny and revving it and shit. Did you pop Papa Wheelie? Yeah. I popped Wheelie. And I like went. <laughs> through the fence and I fell clean off <laughs> and the motorbike kept going clean off. Yeah. And so then that's when I like right away texted big, big Mike and he's yeah. on his way and I ran down the street and then the motorbike motorcycle, I think it fell into a river. <laughs> Where were you Langley? It was an East Van. Oh, the, East, the, a the river. East Van River. Yeah. East Van River. So what else is new with you? Oh, okay. I don't really think there's a river called the East Van River, but maybe I don't know about it. Well, you're all stuck in where you live. You don't talk to me I like that. I was just going to out where you live. But you we, don't we, don't want, we don't want your fans and stalkers finding There's you. There's so many of them. I know. Listen, I just one last question. <laughs> is D just the letter D or D-E-E? D-E-E. Okay. That's yeah. her full name? Or is it like Deirdre or something? I I'm, I don't ask. I'm too afraid. Yeah. She she only yeah. plays, she plays her guitar. Yeah. And if she offers you to go on her bike, mm-hmm. you can. Yeah. But you don't ask. No, and you never ask her for a smoke. What happened? When, I want to keep talking about D. <laughs> what happened after you? drove her motorcycle through a fence and into a river. Yeah. What did you run? I ran down the street <laughs> and I, I fucking, called I called Mike. Big Mike right away. I texted him and I called him and I'm like, Big Mike, I need your help. And he met me at um, where, well, it's where the Valley Village used to be on Hastings, but it's yeah. burned down now. But I said, meet me at the burnt down Valley Village. Yeah. And he did. And it's funny because right as he came, yeah. I was getting in his car, I look behind me, all you hear is <gasps> all these dags on bikes. All the other But women. luckily Mike uh, knows back streets a lot in Vancouver. Yeah, so, like, he knows he a lot of back streets. Yeah, he does a lot of back streets. Streets, so we got back to, to the West End, no problem. What kind of car does Mike drive? Does um, it's a Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. Wow, honestly, I yeah, I I, I have never missed a Vancouver Pride, mm-hmm. um, and I decided that it was okay to. Mm-hmm. Now I'm never going to miss another yeah. one because I want to be, I want to have my backpack, yeah, and I want to come with you. Yeah, how come no one came to my drag show with with chemo? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> honey. I don't know. You know, things happen, and and so like your mom there. Oh, honey, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Amy, listen, uh, Alexa, play Hallelujah. <laughs> listen. I, uh, I can't help you there, okay. but there, but I, what I can say is that there's a lot of other, there's competing events at pride. Yeah. So you can't be at, you know, everywhere at once. Also Moxie's LOL. Oh my god! What was I thinking? Hey, don't talk about, I have to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I was thinking about? This is so everything we'd ever, we always talk about random things. I was thinking. Well, about, we're out of new things to talk about, honey. <laughs> we fucking do this every day. <laughs> I was thinking about a friend of mine was talking about going on a cruise. Mm. And she was like, yeah, I'm thinking that like we've never, my partner and I've never been on one. And it could be like 
a fun thing. I can't remember. I'm sure we've talked about this briefly before, but remember when we went to. We went from New York to Bermuda. Yes. We were hired to go on a cruise ship. Had you ever been on a cruise before that? Yeah. Oh, where? The year before we went from um, Seattle to uh, Alaska, but it was with the same um, queer festival. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did. Okay. I've heard really good things about that cruise. Mm -hmm. I have to say the Alaskan one, but I'd never been on a cruise before. And I got to tell you, I'm not, would you consider yourself a cruise person? I am. Yeah. Oh, I know. I was was with Amy and her girlfriend and my ex boyfriend, Tom. Yeah. And all three of you pretty much hated it. Yeah. You did not like the experience. I had no problem with it. I'm on a little hotel rocking in the water, free food, just drink all the, all the time. And all we had to perform was one night out of this whole like seven or eight days. That was cool. We went to Bermuda. Listen, let me tell you the things I liked and let me tell you things I didn't like. Okay. Okay. Real quick. I'm not a cruise person. I told this, this, this friend of mine, I said, I don't know about, I'm not sure you should do this because it's a real type of person Mm -hmm. to be able to like enjoy and relax on a cruise. Mm-hmm. I think clearly you're a very easygoing person. Mm-hmm. Um, we know I am not, <laughs> but I like to vacation a particular way. And I thought, okay, I'm into this for many reasons. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, beautiful. It was called pride of the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. Amazing Good memory. Th- yeah. Amazing festival that mm-hmm. happens. It's a queer festival that happens on a cruise ship. Never asked us back. We never asked us back. <laughs> they never, it didn't go very well. Did it? We, we okay. performed. Mm-hmm. We, we, we know now we only do moms over Miami. Mm-hmm. We only do, we do one do. character. Yeah, we do yeah. one character. I don't even think they like that. No. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe not. Anyways, it was still fun mm-hmm. in the sense that that particular thing, people showed their short films. There were workshops. Mm-hmm. It was a, it's a really cool thing as a queer creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was an honor to be able to perform and, and to be able to be, get paid to go there you know, everything taken care of as well as to be paid for performing. And we got to go to Bermuda, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. Bermuda was amazing, but we get on this fucking boat in New York, the clientele, the regular clientele. I'm just, (laughs) I'm going to say there was a lot of border shorts with flames. Yeah. Okay. There were a lot of old style Oakley sunglasses Mm -hmm. and border shorts with flames. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there was a lot of Susie sheer tank tops. (laughs) Do you understand me? Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Anyways, that's fine. There's we're getting on this boat. Well, it was exactly, I remember we'd get up in the morning, everything would be taken. People would be shit faced at 10 AM in the hot tub. It'd be full packed as all hell. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to like have some time in the hot tub or get in the pool, forget it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't going to happen. In. I don't know what I don't know if those people like slept in there all night long, like how they got there that early. Yeah. And then the food, I don't like buffet style food. I used to. It mm-hmm. used to be exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you get anything you want. Kind of just made me feel sick that we were all like breathing on this food. Yeah. Anyhow, I'm not a cruise person and I really don't understand people who are. I love you, but mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Who knows? Maybe I'll take another one and I won't like it. But for that time and place, I, I had a good time. I get, I like I get that. Yeah. I never want to go on one again. I just like being away from home. I you like, like anywhere. I like hotel. I love hotel rooms. I love traveling. I love like, I love when I'm in a hotel room for like more than one day and I can actually like use the drawers and hang up my shirts. Are you serious? No, like, I don't like never I, do it's that. Like I'm moving in. It's like, oh, I live here now. <sighs> you mm. live a nice life. I got to say. Right. Like you... You enjoy, I'm, t- I'm too high strung. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hang up my clothes. I don't, I don't want to use the drawers. I'm fucked. I don't even like picking up the channel changer because it makes me feel sick. Oh, wow. Do you know how many people's hands have been on that channel changer? Who cares? 
Oh, it bothers me. <laughs> I don't like. No? Gross. Go eat some buffet. We're going to bring something up real quick. So me and my mom have a pretty close relationship, right? Yeah, you call her a bitch. Oh, yeah, well, whore. That's exactly whatever this is going. <laughs> okay. So me and my mom were texting the other day. And my dad that night was going to his friend Catfish's house. He has a friend named Catfish. Excuse he, me? He was going to Catfish's for the night to All go right. have some beer, smoke some doobies, and just Come on. be at Catfish's place. Hey. And my sister Nicole was in Merritt with my mom. So she stayed with the dogs and everything. And it was a great night. And then... I, I'm talking to them and I text my mom later that night. And I'm like, Hey, I'm like, um, when's dad going away again? And she, cause he's going fishing in September. So I should okay. have said that. And she's like, he's gone now. He's back tomorrow. And I'm like, no, I'm talking about his fishing trip in September. You stupid bitch. <laughs> and my mom just replies. Ha 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 My mom literally read that and laugh. And I love, I love, I love that I have that relationship with my mom. And so much of me wanted to screenshot that text and put it on my Instagram story, which I probably could have and should have. But there was 10%. You should have. I know, but there was I probably could have and should have. There was 10% of me that was like, oh no, I'm going to get that one fucking cunt that's going to be like, I would never talk to my mother like that. How disrespectful. You know what I mean? Even though most people kind of know who I am, I guess. And also, fuck you if you're going to be that fucking idiot. But I love that I can call my mom a stupid bitch. And she laughs, laughs at it. I think that's a very healthy relationship. I don't call. I've never called my mom a stupid bitch. No? No, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> but usually it's Matt saying the most. I can. Matt does it to get a rise out of all of us. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be like, he'll say like the C word. He'll be like, he'll say it. Because you know, yeah. my mom is not as racy as your mom. Like no. not as, um, but as she, confident yeah. that way. But she's pretty good. But she's pretty good. But Matt will like throw out the C word like out of no, for nothing. And I will die. And Matt, my mom will just go. Matt, <laughs> don't. Calls your mom a cunt? Yes. She'll be like, I went to, I'll be like, oh, how was your weekend? We're like having dinner or something. And she'll be like, oh, I went to Van Dusen Gardens. And then my Matt will go, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> my mom will go, Matt. <laughs> and then I'll be like, ah. Dying. <laughs> I'll be laughing, but say, don't call her that. Can you do me a favor? What? Can we have Matt as a guest on the podcast one I'll, day? I'll ask him, but he he might not. Matt is kind of the inspiration of the name of this podcast. He is. The, thing. He yeah. is. Yeah. So um, Matt, good Murphy, if you're listening. Come on, please. He's not listening, but please. please. Matt, come on. on. Come give on. Us, give come us some on. scoop. No, listen, he's, he's himself secretly. He can't be himself publicly mm, i get it he can, i can only tell stories until he picks me up and throws me on the ground like when we were little <laughs> cunt. cunt oh should we get to our guest yes our guest today is an amazing improviser actress producer and writer she also happens to be one of our best friends and we love her very much one thing though that we will never ever forgive her for Mm-mm. is the time that she keyed the word fairy in ryan's car <laughs> Everyone, it's Angela Galanopoulos. Yes. Yes. It was my Pontiac Sunfire. I think it was yeah. about like eight, nine years ago. Yeah. And yeah, I, it was after a show and I got out to my car and it just said fairy. And yeah. then she was smoking a dart in the corner <laughs> with a key in her hand. Like she yeah. wanted me to catch her. Why did you do that, Angela? It's because you were too, you were too good on stage, Ryan, after a show. <laughs> so you called me a fairy? Like yeah. What's I up? Didn't, I didn't like it. And I was like, well, it was more like you are so magical what yeah okay, and I was okay. Like, it's so funny that you're magical and oh. what is you know it, it was why why are you taking it in a i thought in like it was a, i thought it was way. you know like a queer derogatory base. yeah like oh why would i ever do that's 
Whoa. <laughs> wow, Ryan. I feel terrible no. now. No, she. I'm, I'm offended. No, yeah, Angela. I'm so no, sorry. Oh my god. Angela, oh my god. you meant that as a homophobic slur. No, no. <laughs> what? No, I was like, what? How? This is your magic? Because that was too good on stage. Yeah, do you believe her? I, I believe her. Okay, we we believe you. <laughs> I do what he does. And what a pleasure this has been. Such a fine. She didn't do that. No, she didn't she's do not that. homophobic. No. She's almost kind of oh, queer. A little bit. A little bit. She's a little queer herself. A little queer herself. <laughs> she's like a homophobic little queer person. That's what we like to call her. And this has been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. You, we are Angela is one of our most favorite people in the entire world. This is no true. joke. Mm-hmm. This That's is true. Real- that's high praise because I feel the same way about you guys. Well, hey. we know that. She's a qu- comedy queen, you she's might a, say. She's a queen. And like we listed, she's a improviser, actress, yeah. producer, writer. She does yeah. it all. Yeah. And, and we're going to get into all that. If you go to Greece, you see her on billboards everywhere. <laughs> she's Greek. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can tell by her last name. Galanopolis. <laughs> well, it took me years to know how to say that properly. I was just call her Angie. Spell it. Spell it? Yeah. G A. L yeah Cal A N yeah O P O U L O U S close oh, Ryan you were so I had a, I had the first close. U was wrong right no you were right you were right until the tail end that's a hot that's a real hot spot come on Amy I, I don't even know no but I no. have to look at it because this is how I spelled it blindly like I didn't okay. copy and paste it so I spelled it G A L A N O P U L O U S no, it's like, no, it's, it's a hot mess at the end. Like at the end, people just start throwing vowels in and yes. hope that it settles. Right. Yeah. Yes. But here's uh, just a tip. All of those pulos lat, like this, the, that latter half, that suffix, it's always P-O-U-L-O-S. 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 Pulos. And you know what? It's actually in Greek. It's like the equivalent of son. So like Anderson, Pulos is like son. Angela, spell steel. Oh. Mm-hmm. S-T. Don't look. E-E-L-E. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes people forget the O-U-L-O-S. E at the end. O-U-L-O-S. <laughs> no. Angela, no. no. O-U-L-O-S. That's how it works. No, you had no. it. You had it. Right? No, Angela. Oh. Angela, I, listen. You told me she was stupid, but yeah, I did. I told you. I told you she was fucking stupid, and now she's. I don't have. To, I don't even have to tell you. Not all of our PLT listeners know that too. Yeah, exactly. Angela, you know, some it's real dumb dumb. You are something that a lot of people I think that uh, don't know about you, and even people that maybe are close to you or in our community, is that you. So you're an improviser, a professional improviser. It's what you do for a job, which is amazing and insane. And mm-hmm. we don't quite understand. We hate improv. We appreciate it, but we don't do it. Yeah. yeah. We don't like it. Um, but the thing is, <laughs> just kidding. Hey, we're, you know what? We don't like what we're scared of. Yes, this is true. That's what Come it is. On. Yes. I've been trying to get both of you to do it for years, for years. We How many times have I had chats with both of you no, and that at China cloud? She offered me my own show. And I said, no, she did. Yeah. And, Okay, back to what I was going to say. Most people don't know, Angela, that you had a professional career for some time in with the government. (laughs) Yeah, I did. We can all laugh. We can can all laugh. Were you a spy? (laughs) Yeah, were you a spy? I well, um, you'll never know. Oh, I went on a date with a spy recently, and he told me. Yeah. So why can't you tell us? 
He really did. So why can't you tell us? <laughs> yeah, it's true. I had a whole other career before this. Yeah. And you would, a, you would a whole other career and I should maybe form that better. It's like you had this whole other career. You were a professional woman. You were, you know, a par- probably a parent's dream, you know, came out of college or whatever and, and had the steady good gig. And then tell us about the switch of realizing that you're obviously very funny and your passion was somewhere else. Like, how do you drop a job like that and go full time in the creative industry? Mm-hmm. Full time into how do you do that? Yeah, improv. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I always loved acting. Obviously, like we all have that bug in us from you know if we're doing this, it's been since forever, but I never thought I could have a career in it. And so, uh, I did it all in high school and I did improv in high school and all that stuff. And then I, you know, I went and did a degree at SFU in communications. Cause I didn't, I was like, well, why? I, I, I don't know why I didn't do acting at like at SFU, but I just didn't. And then I took like a international development class in SFU my final year. And I was like, Oh, I really like this. I should just go do a master's in it. <laughs> so wow. I went and and did a master's degree in international relations, which took took me even farther away from art and like performance. And then by that time I was living in Ottawa and I had done like some internships and stuff abroad. And I was like, Oh, okay. I guess like this is my life now. (laughs) I guess I'm going to be a public servant. And, uh, I was like an economic policy analyst. I worked, I did like a bunch of, yeah, like governmenty stuff. And then at some point, governmenty? I, like, I'm sorry, governmenty. Is that a word? Yeah. Okay. All right. Go on. Like, it's like government light. Okay. <laughs> and then, okay, yeah. and then I ended up doing, um, I got really like full throttle, um, with government work when I, I wrote like the foreign service exams and then I ended up getting into the foreign service. So like, uh, like into the diplomatic track um, to be in like international trade, like really living abroad and working in embassies and all that kind of stuff. So that whole thing took like a year and a half to get into. And it was like when I was literally flying back to Ottawa to like start this career where I had this like punch in the gut feeling of what are you doing with your life? Like, this is so not right for you. Um, And I didn't know what it was at the time that I wanted to do, but I knew enough to know that like, if you keep doing this, you're going to be really unhappy. So I started unraveling from that point. I was like, I called up the person who's in charge of like wrangling all of these new foreign service, like, officers. And I was like, hi, I don't want this job. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what? Um, Cause it takes like a year and a half to get, cause you have to do these exams and these interviews and other. anyways. So I start unraveling that piece. And then like, it's a very, very long story, but I start unraveling all of these pieces of like what I've created. Um, but I still don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and then at some point I was, uh, living in Mexico city and I was working, doing like international development work in Mexico city she's and I was married. And she's a spy. <laughs> yeah. That's what she's trying to say. Go on. <laughs> we can't talk about what I was doing. I um, but I was doing work there and I was married and then I, I was, uh, my, like my marriage was ending. So then I was going to have to move back home and I like moved back home and I've just turned 30 and like, so you don't really expect that at the age of 30, when your marriage is ending and you've let go of like big, big, long career plans, um, and like you're moving back home into your like childhood bedroom right? and you're like, oh, 
now what? <laughs> um, you you have this like chance to rethink and like coldly reevaluate your life. <laughs> um, I went and saw a show actually at the Improv Center, and I was like, well. Let's see what happens. So I, I saw this show and I loved it so much. And I was like, well, like I just remembered how much I loved acting and theater and comedy. And, you know, like the, you know, when you just are like, I have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I was, I did a class like as simple as that. Like I went and did a class that weekend and became like super hooked and took every class I could take. And then eventually I went to Chicago and like, lived there for a few months and took every class I could take in Chicago and then just like became obsessed with it until I like made a career out of it. And, wow. you know, and then I got an agent and I started acting and started um, doing corporate training using improv. And like, I just sort of built a career over the course of like three or four years until I could totally stop doing government work. Right. Sort of built a career out of this. So, wow. and that's what I've been doing for like the last 10 years. So you're in Mexico mm -hmm. and you're, you're married, your marriage is ending and you obviously have to move home and sort of start fresh. Do you think that if your marriage hadn't ended and if, you know, your life hadn't maybe sort of blown up that way, that you would have actually done this, like taken this path? Oh, no way. Like, and it's so interesting because there's like critical kind of moments where if you're not really willing to kind of take that chance, it can, it can really easily pass you by. Yeah. And, um, I think that it gets harder and harder, the more comfortable you get Oh yeah. in life, right? Like if you've kind of got a good thing going, it's kind of hard to like wake up to being like, um, awakened, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to like kind of wake up to being like, Oh, this is actually the path I'm supposed to take. It wasn't until my life was sort of pulled back to, Oh my God, nothing of what you thought was going to be your life at 30 mm -hmm. is your life. Mm -hmm. um, so if, if this is going back to square one, what would you do over again? Right. And like, this was like the biggest gift, like what I thought was like the biggest tragedy turned out to be honestly, like the biggest gift I, I could ever have been given. Yeah. And not to say that if my life, if I didn't have those things happen, I still would have had, I'm sure like a lovely life. Like, mm -hmm. you know, of course, I would have had a lot of joy, but it like what I thought was like really, really difficult and hard turned out to be the biggest um, blessing yeah. I could have ever had. Because I remember uh, you and I sat Cactus Club on Robson Street yeah. in one of our many situations and having a similar story of living a corporate life and not having two feet in. And I think me asking for your advice and what to do and you had so such great things to say, but I couldn't, I didn't have... The, I wasn't brave enough to do it until it was done for me. So when I lost my job, I got let go or the job stopped. Yeah, I got let go and then whatever. I had another little job and then the pen, you know, whatever happened, happened. But not until I feel really thankful that um, I didn't have to do it myself. It was almost done for me. But yes, I was brave enough to take the chance when it happened. But I do think a lot about people who, I don't know, I feel, I feel for people who want to be doing something else, but just are not brave enough to pull the fucking plug to do it. Is it is hard to go towards the unknown? Totally, totally. You know? but it, it's not dissimilar to my like. Not, sometimes some of these situations uh, involve decisions that are made for you, and then sometimes you make the decision. But sometimes it's like all of these little levers that are 
half pulled by you and half pulled by like the universe or something else. Yeah. Right. And it's just about paying attention to them. Right. And not being afraid to just do it. Yeah. Hey, Ash, did you get your ass kicked by your brothers a lot growing up? hundred <laughs> percent. Are they older than you? Yeah. How many do you have? Two. Elaborate. I have two wonderful older brothers. I, I love them both very much. Yeah. They're very fun. Yeah. We like, and we're, we're super tight. We've, we've, um, but yeah, I liked it to get my ass kicked. Like we're, yeah, I have, uh, when I was a kid, we used to have, um, like a, a goalie net. I'm not sports. <laughs> I know eh? this story. <laughs> I'm not like at all. I'm not sports, <laughs> but they used to have a goalie net and hockey sticks and then goalie gear. And when one wasn't around, the other one would put me in goalie gear <laughs> and then put me in front of the net and just take shots. And I'm like seven years younger than my eldest brother and four years younger than the middle brother. And like growing up, all I was, I was covered in bruises from just getting whipped at. With like. <laughs> and then the second the other brother would come home, like he would take, he would take over. And then I'd be left on the sidelines. So then I would take, I would take my um, tricycle. I had a strawberry shortcake tricycle. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and then I would insist on being the Zamboni driver. <laughs> I'd make them pause the game yeah, while yeah. I uh, would yell out ice machine, ice machine. Oh. And I'd go back and forth and they'd have to hold their hockey stick. <laughs> That's might, so cute. You might have to say you had to grow up real fast. Yeah. You might yeah. say that. Listen, when you're a younger sibling, sibling, we're the same. My, I'm seven years apart from my oldest and five years apart from my middle. The th shit that older siblings do to their youngers. Like I've been picked up, smashed, pissed, not pissed on. <laughs> I've been pissed on. Not I, yet. Not yet. Cool. I, I'm sure actually I have been pissed on. I'm sure they were just like peeing outside sometime where camping and then just pissed all over me while I was riding my fucking shortcake mm -hmm. tricycle. And I was like, come on. <laughs> and they like, it is incredible. I, yeah. I used to be hurt all the time because oh. they would physically assault me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I should have called the police. Um, my eldest brother used to take my, um, We'd get my, my parents are big gardeners. Like we have a, they live in North Burnaby and we used to get massive piles of manure every year <laughs> yeah. dumped into the back lane. And um, my brothers and I would have to like shovel the manure into like wheelbarrows and then like truck it into the garden. And ta my eldest brother, Tacky, one year was like, we're, we've been like shoveling for hours. And at some point we were like laughing about something and he just took the back of my head, smashed me into the pile. I was like, and you know, I open mouth laugh hard. Right. So I was laughing hard at something and I like mouthful. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future 
and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. <laughs> just in it yeah wow. that's what you're for i also that, really yeah. like that you probably thought you guys are having a really nice time you're connecting with your brother like yeah like i always wanted to do everything they were fucking doing and if they totally. gave me attention like we were laughing and friends mm-hmm. it was fucking <laughs> that was the that was it like <laughs> that i fucking reached peak the peak part of my day but all of a sudden he's like nah fuck it we're not having fun and just smoked your face into shit <laughs> I was the oldest brother of two sisters, and I was never that mean to him. Really? Yeah. yeah. You didn't have. Well, I was because I was a nerd too, and Nikki was like cool. My middle sister, she was like, you know, she was badass. She was smoking. They were and, like, mean to you. They were like, yeah, Nikki especially. <laughs> Carmen was kind of like, Carmen was in the middle. She was pretty whatever neutral, but Nikki was kind of like a badass. She smoked, and you know, she was like hanging around with boys, really young, and older boys, and boys from other <gasps> schools. And I was like, oh. I skipped grade uh, nine math and science. That was me. <laughs> 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 Nikki was like fucking bullying you. Nikki. We have to talk about something. That's probably the most exciting thing that we um, know you for. Yeah. We're obsessed about you for, um, for our PLT listeners out there, Angela, what's your full name, by the way? Agaliki, Angela Galanopoulos. What's I'm your, sorry. What's your real first name? Agaliki. Agaliki. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Can we call you Agaliki? Yeah. <laughs> are you sure i mean yeah, yeah. if you want agaliki agaliki um yeah you said it right they put the accent on the end agaliki you wrote agaliki. produced and starred mm. in maybe our favorite production of all time uh, not maybe yeah. uh, not maybe, maybe. <laughs> um for you listeners out there it's called michelle's <laughs> and it is on youtube correct um angeliki it's on YouTube. Angela Queenie. It's, it's, um, <laughs> it's a series that you made through tell a story. Hive, I believe. And, um, there's how many episodes? Six, six. Yeah. It yeah. is the funniest thing. It literally, okay. All we're joking. Jokes, all jokes aside, it is the funniest series in the world. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be seen by everyone. It's set in uh, hope BC. Mm-hmm. And Angela, like, is this, is this on the side for now? Is there ever hope of Michelle's, 
you know, being on a bigger platform. We need it. We're never going to give it up. Please, Angela. we're going to hound you until we find this on CBC or something. We NBC. And it didn't pay off. Oh, that's my favorite line. <laughs> Wait, say that again because we cut I, you off. I listened to that episode where you guys were talking about it. it was fun. Mm. Um, you know, you know what, uh, Andrew and I, so we made, we made that um, with Story High. It was such a great, but like, what a great thing that Story High does. Hey, mm. um, like such an awesome program. Um, to be able to create something, we would love to make a second season. It's so much work, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's just, I mean, you guys know how much work it is to do your own thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, if we had a hot, you know, uh, half mil. Yeah. <laughs> a hot a cool, half mil. A cool, I think it's like, cool. <laughs> three quarters of a mil. I'd love to whip out another season. Um, yeah. I, I love it. It's like, honestly, the most gratifying thing in the world is to write for yourself and for your friends. Um, like writing that show was the funnest thing we ever got to do. I think like writing the character of Veronica Beauclair for you, Amy was like, we knew right away it was going to be you. Mm. Oh my God. Um, Her hair, like, your hair. And that was amazing. Oh, it was huge. It had, it should have had its own credits. <laughs> <laughs> it's your real hair too, wasn't it? It was my real hair. And I never knew Angela Ohana. Oh. Incredible, incredible woman, incre- an incredible person. Agaliki Ohana. I think, Aga- I think her name is Agaliki Ohana, <laughs> Angela Ohana. And she um, truly, though, wonderful person. If you work in the Vancouver TV film scene, she is a must hire. She's professional, mm-hmm. super talented and a lovely human. This is true. And we actually used, thankfully, through Michelle's, we used her on our pilot mm-hmm. um, and obviously just as fantastic. And her sister. Anyways, she fucking... I, basically she dreaded like the base of my, like my scalp. And then she picked from it and spouted all my hair. So it was like higher than life. And it felt so weird and it was so big. And I was like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's unreal. If you want to see this, Google yeah. Michelle's tell a story yeah. on YouTube I'll, and you will see. Also, I want to know Angela, why was it said in hope BC? Yeah. Um, we wanted to, we, you know, we had some really good advice from like mentors of ours. Um, yeah, the guys from odd fellows mm. and, uh, they were such great, um, people to work with and helped us like really just shape the show in its early days. And they were like, cause we, you know, I think as like Canadian, uh, content creators were always like, you know what, how do, and we've talked a lot about this of like, do we set things here? Do we set things in the States? Like, where do we, you know, mm-hmm. anyways, yeah. they were like, do it here like make it in small town Canada. And it was such a great call because we had so much fun thinking about Canadianisms and like things that we would like find funny about mm-hmm. setting something in hope. hope. Um, and then we actually got to go to hope and film one of the opening scenes of uh, the the second episode um, out there, which was like, it was super fun to do. Um, and hope is like, we also agreed that hope is also it's ironic that it's called hope and, you know, it's a soap opera and like, it's just like a kind of a strange place. It's a road that leads to other places. No one like plants themselves in hope. It's very sort of like transient. Yeah. It had like a twin peaksy vibe, which yes. is a real heavy influence for us. Uh, anyway, hope is a very interesting, uh, <laughs> place um it is. do, do really you know is. what if hope is a um jenny's sister i've talked a lot about she lives in lillouette mm-hmm. and there's two ways to get there from here you can go up past whistler over the duffy lake road or you can go through hope and up through the back way and one day jenny and i were coming back from lillouette and i was like i have never like 
looked behind hope, like other than the main road, because the main road's a little creepy. It's a little scary. And we also know that like people on the run stay there in motels and shit. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of a weird little, yeah, it's a weird little main street. I, we drove, I was like, let's go explore. So we took 15 minutes and drove through the neighborhoods. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I went to the Hope McDonald's last month. Oh, that's on the main drag? Yeah. Oh, it's off the main drag. Yeah. I can remember. It's in Hope, though. I understand. <laughs> Have you eaten at Home? It's called, Sorry? Was it Home or something? Home, home and Hope? Home and Hope? I think it's called Home. Oh, no. No, Angela. We only eat McDonald's no, when we're on the road. <laughs> Angela, no, we haven't. Thank, we're moving this on. This is our podcast, honey. Yeah, Angela, shut up. You don't fucking ask us questions, Wow. Bitch. Ballsy. She's a heard that they have good pie. <laughs> no, Angela. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay, look, back to business. Mm-hmm. Um, you recently resurrected the Improv Center on Granville Island. I can't take full credit for well, that. Well, you're part of it. You're, you're a part of it. Yeah. I'm okay. a part of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. What a heck of a journey. And tell us a little bit about like how it's going and like what people can expect. I mean, mm-hmm. how many nights are you, how many nights you're performing? What, what's going on? Yeah, you open seven yeah. nights a week. What, yeah, what's up? What, what, can I come down to two yeah. shows a night? What's going on? Tell yeah. the viewers, tell the listeners. Ryan, Amy, we're waiting for you guys to come down. Okay. No, yeah. no. Comp us a couple tickets. Comp and, uh, us a couple tickets <laughs> and we'll come. And Give we'll us think a couple about comps. it. I got some comps um, and we'll, we'll think about Give it. Give us a couple comps. I think, well, I think we need to have the Ryan and Amy show come down and do something over there. Oh, what? Did I just do a... If the price is right. If the price is right. <laughs> I mean, comp yeah, us a couple tickets. We'll come so. check it out. <laughs> the price is right, Ange. We'll come, but only if the price is do right. you know how big we are now, Ange? <laughs> <laughs> this is our podcast, you silly bitch. Uh, no, look, you know, the last year uh, has been a, a wild ride. Um, yeah, they, we were closed for a year and a half. We've made a lot of changes. There's a whole new, um, leadership team and, uh, yeah, it's been like, it's been a really interesting, uh, opportunity for me to actually like all jokes aside, using a lot of my old life in government and policy, <laughs> um, to like rethink how do you structure an arts organization so that it's like, healthy and accountable and um, it creates a a renewal. Like it's built on the concept of renewal and yeah, like it's, it's actually my government ways, like coming back full circle. (laughs) So yeah. I mean, did I shower cry a lot over the last year? For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's been worth it because, uh, you know, it's been a year and we're just in the process actually of uh, we have an open call for auditions um, that are happening next week. And I like I'm pretty sure it's the first time it's ever happened for our main stage. We've had like full open uh, auditions and it's like. Super exciting. That's yeah. super exciting. And are you open seven nights a week? Are you shows every night? What's happening? What's going on? Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday through Saturday. And we have like co-presentations, which is super exciting for us. So it's not just improv. Like a big part of it for us is diversifying like the like art that's on our stage as well. So we mm-hmm. do stand up as well um, twice a month. We have a drag show once a month. Couple comps, please. Yeah, a couple comps. Throw us a couple comps. <laughs> We're gay. And also we'll tell people that you carved fairy into Ryan's car. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that for the record. Yes, you did. Yes, she did. Um, We have a segment we call one, two, three, Michelle. Michelle. And we'd like you to answer the following questions as Michelle. Yeah. Oh my God, this is the best. Are you okay with that? 
hundred percent. Okay. So Angela had to step off for a sec. She had to go grab the door, but um, stepping in for her is her friend and neighbor, I believe, or her cousin. All the way from Hope. All the way from Hope BC. It's, it's Michelle. Oh. Hello. Hi. Hey. Oh. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, darling. Um, okay. So let's get right into this. Um, Michelle, how's summer going? Do you have any, any plans? Have you done anything exciting this summer? Everything I do is exciting, whether it's summer, fall, winter, spring, baby. I'm in it to win it. Oh, oh my God, Michelle. Okay. So, okay. So not many plans, but everything you do is exciting. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, Michelle, are you, this is a pretty private question, but we feel like we can ask you anything. Are you dating anyone right now? Hmm. When it comes to my love life, (laughs) there's only one man I could possibly think of. Mm -hmm. You remember Hank, don't you? Of course. Veronica Beauclair. Don't do this to me. (laughs) Veronica. Michelle. Hi. I never thought that you'd show your face. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, summer's not doing so nicely on yours. (laughs) Melting much? Michelle, if you gained any more weight, that chair might break. (laughs) 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 You should join me in jazzercise, pig. (laughs) Anyways, Michelle, Michelle, are you dating? Michelle dates willy nilly. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Michelle, um, do you have any gossip? Like, what's going on at Hope? Yeah. Listen, get in close, sweethearts. Okay. I was talking to city councilor <laughs> Jacobson, and I heard that they are going to move the fire hall to the other end of town because why? Hank's new restaurant isn't up to code. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think you've got to get closer to the source. You heard it here first. Michelle. I'm not, a, I'm not a cunt. I just tell the truth. Whoa. <laughs> Michelle, you are a cunt. Yeah, Michelle, you're kind of a cunt. And could you also maybe leave us with your signature, um, you took a chance? I love this podcast that you both are doing. Thank you. Poor little thing. Yeah. You took a chance. <laughs> Yeah. And it didn't pay off. <laughs> it might still. Michelle, you don't. Still. I was just being a cunt. Michelle. Oh my Michelle. God. Guess what time it is? PLT time. No way. Okay. Yes. Charlie, will you please play the PLT theme music? So my PLT story. I'm bartending. Shocker. I want to say it's about 10 years ago. I'm at a big nightclub, three stories. It's called 560. It's one of my coolest jobs. Loved it. We were so busy when we first opened. We had a gay night, Saturdays, literally like, I want to say 1,200 men and some women would come through the doors. It was banging. Love myself. Good money. And I worked with this guy. I think I was like 34. And I worked with this guy, Aston. He was 24. He was straight. He was jacked. He was like, he was actually a pretty cool guy. And one night he's like, Steel, we're going to do some G tonight. GHB, if you're not familiar. And I'm like, no, Aston, that's not a good idea. Not during work. Because during work, we wouldn't get wasted, but we'd, I'd have a couple of vodka sodas just to, you know, carry me throughout the night. You know, you're there till like 4.35 in the morning. And so he's like, I'm like, no, Aston. And he's like, come on, steal, fuck. And all I had to do was say that. And I'm like, okay, Aston, you know my weak spot. And so... Fuck me, Aston. Yeah, fuck me, Aston. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty hot. Yeah. And then so he, he gave me a little G and I, and I do it. And you know what? 
best night of my life. I am flirty. I am on fire because I'm a little quiet around guys for even when I'm bartending. I'm not one to be totally outgoing like, hey, Chet, looking good tonight, buddy. That's not my style. I'm just like, here's your drink. Okay, thank you. Um, so <laughs> tonight, this night I'm on G, I'm on fire and it's so much fun and I feel great. Nothing happens. So the next week, Saturday night again, I'm like, Aston, you bring any G, buddy? And he's like, yeah, I'll steal you up for it again. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. So we take a little bit again. So I'm bartending. I'm like waiting to start to feel like, you know, feel it. And then it starts to come, but it's really bad this time. Yeah. Like no, no good part of it. It's all just like, you know, I'm getting sweaty and I'm getting nauseous and I'm getting like, and like I have a huge lineup of men, you know what I mean? Like all getting their drinks. And, I, and then I'm like, yeah, okay, gin tonic, no problem. And then suddenly I can't hold it. I have to run like past all these other bartenders to like our bus or area, whatever. And I'm like, bleh, bleh, into a big garbage can. Because I've, you know, I've over G'd or whatever they say. You've I've, I've G'd out. You G hole. I, I kind of G hole. Yeah. Like, hold on, I think it's going to be like fall asleep, which has happened too. But I, I'm puking in this thing. And then I'm like, oh no, I can't just leave the puke in there because it smells so bad. So now I tie this garbage bag up and I run to the side of 560 and I put it outside. And I still have a full lineup during this whole thing. And I'm like, and then I'm like, you know, like, Teddy, put a new bag in there. And then I don't have gum or anything. I just come with my, with my puke breath and I come back to my bar and I do feel better. But I never did she again at work. <laughs> uh, okay. It was a horrible experience. Oh my god! What a fucking PLT thirty four. When you ran to the garbage can, were you were you screaming? I'm G holy. <laughs> I'm G holy. No, I was like, don't look over here. Your drinks are coming. Queers. I took G and I'm holding. Queers, just wait. <laughs> And then I and then I came back and then yeah I looked so like I looked gross my hair was like falling in my face I was sweaty oh my, my eyes were like God. you know a little bit bulgy oh. I just was like yeah I didn't hook up that night listen first of all I've never done you didn't hook up that night yeah. first of all I've never done G <laughs> second of all I would never do G during work I know third of all I if I was that happened to me I would run home or I'd be like <laughs> someone call nine one one totally I haven't always made the best totally. decisions and I'm. You might say I'm one for peer pressure. But listen, you're a strong man. I'm a strong man. You G-held and came out and climbed and, back and, and out. I my lesson. And also played it cool. Like you were yeah. just like, I would have sung like a canary. I would have told every single person in that bar lineup, I just did G. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just did G. What can I get you? Hey, I just G-held. What can I get you? <laughs> that kind of is my style, actually. That's really funny. Yeah. Ryan, sweetheart, I got to tell you a little something. You're a PLT. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, baby. Okay. I'm up, you guys. For the first time in PLT history, I'm going to read a DM'd Whoa. PLT story okay. from someone else. <gasps> I'm excited. This isn't even about me. This is from a listener, okay. but they want to remain secret. Whoa. So they've been asked to be called. Sandra. <laughs> and I'll tell you something. That's not close to their real name. No. No, but this is from Sandra. Thank you so much, Sandra, from, mm -hmm. from uh, for doing this. Oh, truly, thank you. Yeah. Okay, this, this, is, this is what she said. <clears throat> hey, pals. I have so many PLT stories to choose from, but I think this one is pretty weird and good. I'm not sure how common this is, but I've been blessed with the ability to snorgasm. You know, an orgasm in your sleep. Sounds pretty cool, right? I don't have to do anything and I just wake up in the middle of it and ride it out. But there's a catch. Every time I snorgasm, I'm just masturbating in a really gross situation in my dream. Like sometimes it's on the toilet or sometimes in the bushes in public with people around like a dirty bastard. 
Last night I was in a room full of people and I asked them all to leave for a minute and I just crouched down out of sight and rubbed one out. What the fuck? I'd never do that. I could be doing anything I want in my dream. I could be having sex with Rihanna, but no, my dream self just wants to blow her load alone in a bathroom stall at the Legion. Am I a PLT? <laughs> <laughs> just wants to blow her load at a legion yeah. alone. <laughs> oh, I love that story. Snorgasm. So, okay, first of all, ever anyone ever heard of snorgasming? No. Angela, you're no causing- for sure, but what? for sure, people have orgasms in their sleep. Well, is that sure. what a wet dream is? I guess for a yeah a man or a woman or a, yeah, or yeah a I've had a few wet dreams. Non-binary it's been, person. Been a while now that I'm an older older gent. I've never had, I've never orgasmed, orgasmed, I've never orgasmed um, in my sleep. Ange? Angela has, she's (laughs) sipping her water. She's remaining silent. Means she has. Yeah. Interesting, you guys. Maybe I'm the PLT. So it turns out Sandra or Sandra, I don't know. She didn't say how she she wanted to pronounce it. My favorite part of uh, Sandra's story was the very tail end. Am I a PLT? Am I a PLT? (laughs) Am I a PLT? She goes, am I a PLT? I think so, period. I think so. (laughs) Well, she's not a PLT for sorgasm. I mean, she's a PLT for the way she masturbates in her dream. Her dream self is a PLT. That's what she's saying. She's This one's got a good... She is a PLT and she knows it. Mm -hmm. And she's got a good handle. But yeah, and owning it. Because I love... What a power move. Yeah. like you could be anywhere. Yeah. And you're choosing to crouch down in a leech. But also what a mind fuck. So you're getting off, which is a beautiful feeling, mm-hmm. but you're getting off in a real weird way. Like <laughs> incredible. What? And she's not trying to. She's not doing it in her everyday life, but yeah. her dream self does this weird shit. Yeah. It's going to get her in trouble one day. Sandra. It's going to get her in trouble one day, yeah. Sandra. Yeah. Anyway, Sandra, love you so much. Thank you for DMing. And Sandra, you are a... PLT. Yes. I love that story. Um, if anyone else ever wants to DM us a story, please. We we, we're running out. We're running out. <laughs> yeah, we got to do some more fucked up shit. I looked at my Instagram. I was telling Amy for about half an hour last night, just looking through photos <laughs> and times in my life, going back like 10 years, thinking, okay, did anything happen at that night? Yeah. This boyfriend, this friend, like drive anything. But you know what the truth is? We're never going to run out. Maybe. Everything will be made into a fucking PLT. This but still, I do want you to DM us. Yeah, please, please. Okay, Michelle. I've got so many and it was really hard to sort of narrow this down, to be honest with you. Um, but I think I'll go with this one. It was um, my biggest fear. And I'm, I, I wonder, I, I, I really am curious if, if you both have shared this fear as actors um, of getting, it's getting sick on set. Oh, yes. Like puking or like anything getting sick on set is like my biggest thing. <clears throat> so. This was about six, seven years ago. And um, I had booked a commercial. It was like a really, really fun, fun commercial. Cam McLeod actually had a bunch of um, like improvisers, comedians had booked this commercial. Yeah, we were busy. It was a bunch of like spot. What was that? <laughs> we were busy. Yeah, we were busy. So we did, they didn't ask. We, they asked us, but we, we were like, we weren't we available. We're busy. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't get you guys. Yeah. No. So then they had to call in the re- like just some reinforcements. Yeah, sorry. So, go on, go on. This isn't um, about us. It's about you. We were uh, a bunch of like a whole bunch of us were doing these like spots for this like lunch company. And we're I'm sorry, uh, a was, lunch company. Yeah. Like there was like a lunch service. Anyways, <laughs> like it was over two days yeah. and there were super, super funny commercials, like these like little vignettes. And um, the, on the first day, we all had um, lunch catered, not by the company itself, but like we had catering come in. 
and give us lunch. And I was in like kind of an elaborate outfit um, for wardrobe. And I'm sitting in the background and I'm supposed to be just eating lunch. And I'm feeling like I'm starting to feel queasy. And like, you know, that feeling in your, like right up in your solar plexus, that you're like, it's like going like this, like twitching. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't feel so good. So I'm waiting for the director, Kelly and Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our, our pals. Yeah. So Pat calls, cut. I go, hey, Pat, can I just, I just need to use the washroom. Do I, have a, do I have a second? And he's like, oh yeah, for sure. So I like casually walk out of the room and then I start hoofing it because oh, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. And um, I find the first washroom <clears throat> and I kick the door in <laughs> and there's uh, the grip gaffer was in there puking. <laughs> he was puking. He was puking. And I was like, oh my God, something bad is about to happen. And so I like, I go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So I'm hightailing it. Like I'm going to the washroom at the very end of the hallway. Yes. I like, and it's this massive building. It's this massive building. So, and I'm also trying to get out of this elaborate costume so that I don't damage it in any way because I don't know what is happening first. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's number two and it's intense. And I'm like, okay, this is, it's done and it's over. And oh God, I'm so glad this is finished. Thank God. So I'm, I'm putting my outfit back together and I'm like, oh, great. Fine. I'm back. Devin's back. We're doing our scene again. And he called, Pat calls cut. And I'm like, hey, awesome. Do you have, do, can we have another minute? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. I go back. And this time it's like, I'm throwing up now. And it's happening every like 15 minutes. It's like, and then it's every 10 minutes and I'm trying to hide it. I'm trying to be chill. Like I'm trying to be so chill about this because we have a whole day of filming. Oh my God. And I'm in every single thing. And then at some point I look like death. (laughs) I have gone this shade of like, um, I like it. I've gone slate, like gray in the face. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I like just so ill looking? And um, Pat, at one, point, <laughs> at one point, the client is there and the client is in the washroom. It's like, like a washroom with like 20 stalls. And I had found a way to start taking off my outfit in pieces so that I wouldn't like. So I, so she'd come into the bathroom and knew that I was sick because like all of my costume was everywhere. Oh my God. And I'm yakking hard in the toilet and then flipping around. Like it's happening tandem. Like it is a hot mess. And she comes in and I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. Someone's in this room. And it's, um, it's the client. And she's like, and I'm like, hi. And now I'm also like half naked because all of my outfits in the hall and like the thing. So I'm coming in and I'm like trying to be discreet. Oh, oops. And I'm trying to wrap myself in this outfit. And she's like, without saying what it was, she's like, I'm going to Shoppers Drug Mart and I'm getting you what you need. And oh. I swear she didn't say what she was getting. And I knew what she was getting. What do you think it was? Uh, Fucking pe- Pepto-AC or something or, or um, Pepto-Bismol? Pepto-Bismol? Gravel? Tampon? Gravel suppository. <laughs> Up your ass. Why? Yeah. We, we did not even exchange the word suppository, but we both knew what she was getting me. But why did it have to go up your butt? 
because she knew that I was like, it was coming out of every direction. Oh, so it had to get in you. That's the best way to get like that. So we like, she goes away and I'm hanging out in the bathroom. She comes back like 20 minutes later. I I put this gravel suppository. I can't believe I'm telling this story. I put this gravel suppository and like a projectile. Yeah, of course. Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Never done that. Of course of my bum. (laughs) (laughs) Goes up my bum and comes out like a torpedo moments later. Oh God. My body is rejecting literally everything. Wait, wait, everything. wait, wait. Meanwhile, you're still on set. You just asked that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Can we yeah. take another minute? <laughs> totally. 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 And this is my biggest fear. Like yeah. my biggest fear. Of course. At one point, I think it was SA, SA Tao has gravel, um, no, those non, non-medicinal gravel, like the ginger. Pill. Yes. The anti-nausea ginger, she gives me one. She like comes in and she's like, oh my God, you're sick. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like getting that whimpery cry sick. Yeah. She gives me a ginger pill. It goes in my mouth. I'm not kidding. It comes out like a projectile. Like I, some kind of muscle thing. Ha- and it went like, like it shot out of my mouth. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. So I, at some point I like get it together. I have to tell the client. I'm like, it, she's like, and like, she's wanting to know the status of my suppository. Yeah. This is the client. And I'm like, it didn't stay in. <laughs> I have to tell this woman. I put it up my butt and then it came out my butt. <laughs> Shot out. Yeah. So then I'm relegated to a corner in the green room on a pile of clothes. I'm like sitting on a pile of clothes and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then Pat comes over and he's so lovely, like such a nice human being. And he's like, Ange, you gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'm real sorry, Pat. I'm real sorry. Pat, please. (laughs) Like, no, it's, it's totally okay. And so I'm like, like just, I'm such a mess at this point. I puked so many times. And um, so I get home and it doesn't end there because I'm like quite ill. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I was thinking like, I'd gone out to dinner, maybe I'd gotten sick from there. And anyways, at some point I start, my fingers start going blue What? and I end up having to go to the hospital because oh I'm like not well. So the first time in my life where I actually go to the hospital, because I'm like really not feeling good. So I go to St. Paul's, I'm on an IV, like I end up getting like morphine. Like it was not cool. I fall asleep. Hours later, I wake up. I have my phone with me and my phone, when I turn it on is blowing up. And I guess anybody who, um, like everybody who's on set that first day and we had like lunch catered, got sick. We all got sick off of this like catered lunch. Um, And like, we all got um, like Noro. Okay. Where the fuck was that? If you don't want to say it, but I mean, we need to know. I don't think that the restaurant even exists anymore. What kind of food was that? Sandwiches. And did everyone else get sick after you? Yeah. yeah. You oh, yeah. Sick. Yeah. Uh, like 20 people. You know what you are? You're a, a PLT. Oh, my God. Thank you, Angela, for sharing that disgusting story <laughs> with us. I'm sorry. It's okay. You're fucked. Now, we end every episode. <laughs> she is fucked. You're fucked. And we didn't need to hear that to know you're fucked. Um, we end every episode with a question. And today's question is, would you rather say your ex's name or your partner's best friend's name during sex? Angela, do you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. 
I think that the I think that the correct answer for me is to say your ex's name. Because <laughs> Yeah, go on. <laughs> because this is like muscle memory. Okay. There's some forgiveness in muscle memory. Mm-hmm. And like it's kind of like um like you know, like if you got a running injury. Like if you like if you're running and you like hurt your Achilles or something and like you keep running and you're all you're like, oh, fuck my Achilles. Ah, it's acting up again. Uh, it's the same thing. So it's like, oh, if you're having sex and you say your like ex's name, it's like, oh, it's just muscle memory. Like, ah, shoot, Jake. Ah, right. Right. it's a bit forgivable because it's just like an old like it's a physical activity and um, and a, a thing you say. If someone did that to you. If your part, current partner said during sex with you their ex's name, what would you do? I'd be like, "What? What? I forgive you. <laughs> Keep going." But then, but but what a mind fuck it would be if they said my best friend's name. Then you're like, "Yeah." Then you're like, every dinner party in the future, you're like, uh, "You're not sitting beside each other." Yeah. Okay. All Cheryl, right. sit over right? there. Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl. <laughs> Cheryl. What do you say, Good Murphy? Okay, so this was a really hard one for me to answer because here's the thing. I often call other people. I come from a family that's like my mother, my aunt. It's a mother. It's my mom's side thing where it's like Amy, Jenny, Ryan, Chris, Kara, Leah, Dua, uh, Ava, uh, uh, Amy. What's your name? Amy. Like my whole life was like Kevin, Matt, Craig, Max, (laughs) Nikki. What's your name? Amy. I'm like, yeah. Like after 30 (laughs) minutes of trying to get my name. So I am that person. And I'm also somebody that like, if I often, I will um, talk to my friends on the phone. I'm a phone talker. And if I'm talking to somebody, I will then sometimes I have called Jenny their name. Mm -hmm. But the problem with me is two of my best friends are two of my long-term exes. Yeah, It's a big lesbian thing. And I have called her their names a couple of times, a couple of times, but I have to say it's not, it's because I was just talking to them. Hmm. But never. Dream. And how's Jenny with that? Hmm. I mean, Jenny's pretty. Jenny's pretty she's awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah, she's she pretty is. chill. But but I think like I can understand that's kind of like pardon me. Yeah. Come again. Mm-hmm. What the fuck did you just call me? <laughs> um, and I just have to. I'm like, choose to believe me, please. I I was just talking to them. That's all. I was just texting them. So, anyways, okay. To answer this question, I okay. I didn't know how I was going to answer this. I always copy everyone else. I always like going last or middle because I, because I, because I, I want to know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with Angela because that's true. If you say the best friend's name, it then opens up a big can of worms that like, oh, where do we go from here? Yeah. What a nightmare. What a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Whatever, what, like, what's Jenny's best friend's name? Sivash. What if you yell out Sivash? She'd be like, what? If I was like, oh, Sivash. I don't know. Yeah, that might be weird. Yeah, that's right? weird. Okay, 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 okay. Right. I agree with you both, but I, I want to say something on this. Oh, I dated a guy named Adam once, and he, we were like having fun in bed, and he called me his ex's name, Jason. I did not like it. We were having fun in bed. Yeah, we were, we were, you know, <laughs> we were fingering we, each we other. We were doing things. Yeah. <laughs> I just penis in my hand. Yeah, hey, I, hey, that's anyway, too much. But he called me Jason, and I was like, what? He's like, and that was his ex. It was my middle name. So I tried to be, oh, he's, he's just, he's my middle name. But no, it was his ex's name. <laughs> but and then, so what? If I called Jenny her middle name, it's Lynn. That's her mom's name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Lynn>. <laughs> oh um, okay, wait. What did you do when he said that? I was, I was like, what? And he's like, 
so Ryan, are you like, still holding his cock at the same I time? heard you, but he was really hot. He had nice dick. So I was like, keep going. But don't let it happen again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He sounded like an old timey banker oh, from like a 1940s movie. That's what you're it was. Don't let it happen again. <laughs> Do you know how old was. Ryan is? You know, that's when it was. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay, Angela, this was a fucking pleasure, our friend. I missed you guys so much. I'm so happy Aww. that. Uh, we can chat. Absolutely. I uh, love you guys very much. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. And Angela, where can anybody find you on socials or what's the best place? And Galano Poe. I think that's what it is, guys. Most of my socials are my dog. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah but everybody wants to see that. Find him. Find him. You'll social. find me. Why doesn't he have his own social? I guys, it's too much for me. I get it. It's yeah. too much. It but is. just find me. And you know, come to the improv center and mm. Gallon of Bo. Just you'll find me. You'll scream gr- scream, hey Greek in the West yeah. End. I'll come out on my balcony. Okay. Uh, I'll come out on my balcony. Do you know what I like? Never in the history of, of the PLT podcast is when we've asked, how can people find your own socials? They just go, You'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> just one hardcore bitch. Thank you, Thank you, Ange. <laughs> I love you guys. Mwah. Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. (laughs) (laughs) And as we always say, you You poor poor little little thing. Ghost Hounds. The new album, First Last Time, out now. Get First Last Time now. Anywhere you get your music. Ghost Hounds, First Last Time. New Ghost Hounds tour in the works. Stay tuned. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.